welcome to Empowered and Unfiltered. I'm your host, Corinne Catania, and today we're doing things a little differently. There are no special guests coming on today. It's just little old me, but I am going to be talking about products that you guys wanted more information on. So to give you a little background here, about a month ago, I posted an Instagram story with like one of those question boxes asking you what products you wanted more information on, if you wanted to know if they were safe, things like that. Because here's the deal. There is a lot of misinformation and greenwashing going on. So I wanted to be able to help you kind of sift through the BS, if that makes sense. All right, before we get started, I want to pause really quick and talk about greenwashing just in case you're listening and not sure what that means because I'm sure it's going to get brought up again during this episode. So greenwashing is basically when a company provides misleading information about their products or ingredients. So this could make their product seem more environmentally friendly, cleaner, safer than the product actually is. So an example of this is when a brand slaps an all-natural label on their packaging because what does all-natural mean? There is no legal definition of that. It's not a regulated term. And so it makes the consumer think that the product is safe because all-natural, well, that sounds amazing. But the thing is, is it's not regulated. There's no definition of natural. So who knows what that actually means? It's really just a marketing gimmick. And remember, natural does not mean safe and chemical does not mean bad. Okay, so there's natural ingredients that are bad for us and there's chemical ingredients that are good for us. Okay, a few more things before we get started. Just some disclaimers, if you will. Number one, this is not medical advice. Take what I say with a grain of salt and do your own research. This should be true for everything that you hear from me or anyone else or any company for that matter. I am a huge, huge advocate of doing your own research, and that is what I will always encourage you to do. Two, you do you. If you love a product that I talk about today, despite what I say about ingredients, that is totally okay as long as you are comfortable with it. Do not let me make you feel bad about that or shame or anything like that. That is never, ever my intention here. My goal is to help you become an informed consumer. So one that's able to know what they're putting on their body and in their body and make their own decisions on what they want to do with that information instead of just blindly trusting corporations and companies who are out here to make money off of us. They're not here to help us be our best, healthiest selves. So yeah, you do you. This is just my personal opinions. And three, this goes along with what I just said, but this also is not to distill any fear in you. We will never live a 100% non-tox life. It is just not possible. My personal goal is to reduce my toxic load as much as possible, and I do a really great job at that. But guess what? I also have powder gel nails on right now because they're really making me happy, and I really like them right now. It's not something that I have all year long, but a few months out of the year, I do like to have them on, and that is okay. I know that they're filled with crappy ingredients, but... At the end of the day, I'm making a decision that I think is best for me. So 
I'm just providing information based on the research that I've done and do with it as you wish. Okay, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, let's dive into some products and ingredients. So basically, this is going to be super high level today. I don't want to throw too many ingredients at you. I think it would be very overwhelming. This is not going to be like an ingredient one-on-one type of podcast where I'm going to list every single ingredient of concern. But what I am going to do is talk about ingredients that I found in the Tula Face Blurring Primer, Tarte Shape Tape, and SKI2 Skin Power Cream to start. And I'm going to talk about ingredients that I found in most of them or all three of them. And I'm highlighting three specifically, okay? So the first one is fragrance, and this is a number one red flag in personal care products because fragrance is an umbrella term that can hold upwards of 3,000 different chemicals that brands don't have to disclose to us because it's considered a trade secret. So to me, that's shady. That's fishy, right? Why do companies have to hide what they're putting in their products? Because It's not just trade secret ingredients. They can also hide ingredients that have been linked to cancer, reproductive issues, hormone disruption. I mean, the list goes on. And the fact that they don't have to disclose that to us is very concerning to me and a huge turnoff, which is why I choose to avoid fragrance um, because I just, I, I really want to support brands that are transparent with consumers. And also, if you think about it, like, why is fragrance needed in the Tarte Shape Tape Concealer? What, fra- what, what is the trade secret there, right? Because fragrance is meant to hide a trade secret, which I would make sense for a perfume, but for a concealer... Like, that just seems shady to me and that they're using it to just hide ingredients from us. Um, So that's the deal with fragrance. I'm also, or I also saw PEGs, people also call them pegs, I I just prefer to call them PEGs, on the ingredient list for all three of those products. Again, not super surprising because these are super common in personal care products. They are meant to moisturize and penetrate the skin and really help the absorption of the product. But my main concern is that it's also commonly contaminated with something called 1,4-dioxane. And 1,4-dioxane is a likely human carcinogen, according to the EPA. So we're putting this ingredient, right, is meant to help penetrate the skin to increase absorption but we're increasing absorption potentially of a likely human carcinogen now if we were able to test for this that would be a different story but it's really really hard to source and test these specific there's all different types of PEGs so we just lump them into PEGs but to test every single PEG ingredient to determine if it's contaminated, it's really hard to do. So that's why I avoid PEGs. Um, Also, there are some concerns with reproductive toxicity as well, but my main, main concern is it being 
uh, possibly contaminated with 1,4-dioxane. So that's the deal with PEGs and fragrance. Again, found in all three of those products, the Tula Face Blurring Primer, the Tarte Shape Tape, and the SKI2 Skin Power Cream. Um, and then there's a third ingredient that is not found in the Tula Face Blurring Primer, and it's also not found in the Tarte Shape Tape Concealer, but I did find it in the SKI2 Skin Power Cream, and that ingredient is parabens. Parabens have become a huge deal as of late, especially in the last few years. You've probably seen it on packaging if you were to go to the grocery store or go to Ulta or Sephora and walk down the aisle. I am sure that you would see paraben free on a lot of the packaging and products in stores because it's gotten a lot of negative press around it because of the concerns, which I'll talk about. So many brands are excluding it from their products and also calling it out on the label to try and gain more customers, more consumers, more people to buy it, right? Um, And this is also an example of greenwashing, by the way. So for a company like Tarte, Shape Tape, right? They don't have parabens in their product and they probably have paraben free on the label but guess what we just talked about two other ingredients that aren't good they also have pegs and fragrance in it but because it says parabens free someone may think and actually many consumers do and i did at one point myself that oh they care about ingredients they're not putting parabens in here so the rest of the ingredients must be safe when that's not actually the truth So Tula and Tarte, they actually do do this sometimes, and I I, I personally believe that they are companies that greenwash consumers. Again, that is just my personal opinion, Um, but they, you know, they don't have parabens. They market as paraben-free, but yet we just talked about fragrance and PEGs on their ingredients that have negative health effects, but because we see paraben-free, we think that it's a company and it's a a product that cares about the ingredients and we think that every ingredient is going to be good. Um, So yeah, Tula and Tarte, I think, do this. But I do not, at least from what I've seen from SKI2, I haven't seen their products in stores at all, but I did look on their website. They do not seem to claim that they are a clean brand whatsoever Um, and you can tell by the ingredients I mean they have parabens in it and they're just filled honestly with the common skincare and makeup ingredients that are in mainstream brands so yeah that's kind of the deal um, with them but my concern with parabens is that they mimic estrogen which is believed to cause hormone disruption harm fertility, harm reproductive organs, affect birth outcomes, and increase the risk of cancer. So it's definitely an ingredient that I avoid at all costs and one that I think companies will um, continue to be avoiding and I think it's going to become even more popular as the years go on. I wouldn't be surprised if SKI2 is, you know, reformulates in the next five years and doesn't include parabens um, because that's just kind of the trend that I see in the market. 
Okay, so that wraps up the three ingredients that I wanted to talk about in skincare and personal care today. Um, Again, I really just wanted this to be high level. I want this to be a quick episode, easily digestible, where you can start to learn about ingredients, maybe if you're new to looking at ingredients, things like that. But again, always do your own research. And I actually am going to talk about one more product today, and it's Aquaphor. So... They have different types of products. Um, Someone put it in the question box as well. So I didn't know what to highlight. They did mention baby products. So I'm taking two of their products and diving into them. The first one I'm going to talk about is the Baby Gentle Wash and Shampoo. So here's the thing. It rates a 1 on EWG Skin Deep, which is a great resource for anyone new to looking at ingredients, not really sure where to look. I love, love, love the app. You can just scan different products and see how they rate, why they're rated that way, um, and things like that. But sometimes I don't believe in it. Um, It's rare, but it happens, and that's only because... Of examples like this where it rates a one which generally means it's safe but it has PEGs in it we spoke about PEGs we know that they're not safe so why is it rating a one uh, it doesn't make sense to me so not something I would personally use on myself let alone a baby because of the PEGs so um, yeah, the Baby Gentle Wash and Shampoo is a, a no for me. And the second is their healing ointment. So their healing ointment has petroleum in it. That's the active ingredient. I think it's like 41%. And it's it's petroleum. So it's derived from crude oil. And the problem is, is that it's not really sustainable or eco-friendly. That's, that's the first thing. But also, it's usually not properly refined. And when it is properly refined, it's safe. But the issue is that in the U.S., it's usually not refined and it can be contaminated with toxic chemicals. So really the issue here isn't with the actual ingredient, but with the contamination concerns. So very similar to PEGs, which we spoke about. So yeah, just not a product that I personally would use. I think that you can just, you can find safer versions of this, right, that maybe are based with coconut oil or beeswax or something like that instead of petroleum. It's probably just a a better, safer bet. Um, So yeah, that's the deal with Aquaphor and actually wraps up today's episode. So I hope that this was helpful I wanted to keep this short and sweet. I hope that I did. And I hope that you walk away with learning something new without feeling overwhelmed. That's my goal of these types of episodes. Let me know if you want to do more of these. I'm definitely open to it. So um, yeah, definitely keep me updated. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Karen Catania. And that's it. So if you enjoyed today's episode and haven't subscribed already, please subscribe and leave a rating. It is so, so greatly appreciated. And I will leave you with that. We will chat more next week on the next episode of Empowered and Unfiltered. I'll see you then. Mm -hmm.